hear Janelle is still waiting for an answer to her prayers and some inspiration. And I thought it was interesting she worded it that I'm asking, waiting for God to tell me if what I'm doing is okay, not what should I do. She already knows internally, right? She already has that instinct within her saying, I don't want to be with Cody anymore. This isn't what I want. And she's like basically just hoping and pleading that it'll be okay even though her yeah. religion has told her it's not okay. Hey everyone, welcome back. My name is Sam. And I'm Melissa. I grew up in the FLDS community. It is a polygamous group run by Warren Jeffs and I moved out when I was 18 years old. I was raised LDS. Sam and I have been married for nine years and have two awesome kiddos. We do, we do. And we are back with you today with another episode of Fresh Eyes on Sister Wives. <laughs> yes, we are going to be covering episode seven and eight today. And if you want to hear more about what it was like for Sam to grow up in polygamy, more of our thoughts on sister wives growing up fundamental and mainstream Mormon, then please like and subscribe. Yes. And also, if you're interested in just listening today, we do have our podcast available on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Yes. Well, I know we say it at the beginning of every single episode in season 18, but the train wreck continues. <laughs> yes, it does. It's just, wow. It's hard to watch sometimes. It is. It's hard to watch because when the show started and we watched season one. And yeah, we were, you're rooting for him. And they were so excited to show the world how polygamy can work and it can be a normal, natural thing. And then you see what's happening in season 18 and it's just hard to watch because you know how their whole purpose, or at least the purpose they claimed they had, has completely gone the opposite direction for them. Yeah, both episodes seven and eight really focus on Janelle and Mary, and starting off with Janelle, watching her talk about her relationship with Cody and how she's just not interested in it anymore, but she has the hardest time letting go. When she's at lunch with Christine, she talks about the fact, you know, every time Christine's like, oh, so you're done with Cody? Well, I don't really want to be married to him. I don't really want him back in my life. But she has the hardest time saying, like, I'm done. And she even said at one point, and I'm just going to quote her, she says, I'm waiting on God to tell me that what I'm doing is okay, but I haven't had any inspiration yet. And that was like, okay, obviously she still holds true to her faith, the faith yep. that they all had at the beginning of this. Yep. I mean, it sounds like Cody's lost his faith. Christine has definitely lost her faith. But here Janelle is still waiting for an answer to her prayers and some inspiration. And I thought it was interesting she worded it that I'm asking, waiting for God to tell me if what I'm doing is okay, not what should I do. She already knows internally, right? She already has that instinct within her saying, I don't want to be with Cody anymore. This isn't what I want. And she's like basically just hoping and pleading that it'll be okay even though her yeah. religion has told her it's not okay. Right, and that exactly, that's the point I was going to make, is her religion tells her divorce is not okay. And so she has that in the back of her mind, and yet she's not feeling like she's into Cody anymore, so now she's got this battle of mm -hmm. what she should do. And I can kind of understand, and we know what happens after all of this, but we're trying to stay true to what we're watching right now. But I can kind of understand why she's having that difficulty in leaving him. Well, not to mention how long they've been together. Yeah, over 30 point. years of marriage. But also on top of that, the religious aspect that's kind of whispering in her ear, hey, divorce is bad. 
and this will ultimately be destroying your eternal family that you signed up for, that you had agreed to. And she talks about the fact too, she says, I wasn't abused and there wasn't any neglect. And we had talked before on other episodes, so I won't go super into the releasing and it's the same within mainstream Mormonism, like being released of a temple ceiling is a big deal. And back in history, it was even harder. Like you had to show signs of abuse or neglect or some reason that would cause for asking for a spiritual divorce or release. So I thought it was interesting that she mentioned those. I mean, no physical abuse, neglect, eh, I mean, I don't know if, the, maybe there's just like a certain level of the fact that she's been in a plural marriage and she's already been yeah. basically neg neglected for so long that she doesn't even realize that there's neglect. But in her mind still, there's nothing that warrants a divorce spiritually. And she even talks about that marriage is a covenant a covenant beyond death. And just to give a little bit of insight onto theology as far as the covenants go, or for anyone who hasn't heard that term, when I heard her say that, I realized I'm used to hearing those words, covenants. Yeah. We talk about very, that all very the time. Common, all the time within the fundamental Mormonism type. And in mainstream as well. In mainstream as well, We yes. talk about covenants. So for any of you who are like, what does that mean exactly within Mormonism? So a marriage covenant or the sealing covenant a covenant is just means a two-way promise with God. You are promising God one thing and he is promising you blessings and certain things in return. So that's the definition of a covenant. But we even were told in marriage, it's a triangle. You have one person on this side, one person on that side and God at the top. And it takes all three pieces and that covenant to both of you are covenanting up to God. He is giving promises back to you and you are promising to one another. So you have to have every piece of that triangle and when you break this bottom part, it's no longer a triangle. You're breaking your covenant to your spouse. You're breaking your covenant to God. And right. so it's considered a very, very big deal for you to yeah. break that, that covenant. I mean, it's a big deal, the legal marriage that's yeah. just for time, just for the time on this earth is a very big deal, right? It's you're promising to remain faithful to or with this person through sickness and health and all of the things, right? Mm -hmm. Now imagine adding that for all of eternity, not only with your spouse, but also promising that you will be faithful to God as well. He's a part of that covenant. So it's just such a very, very important aspect to why they do what they do and why it's so difficult for a divorce. Yeah, and I mean, even later in episode eight, we watched Janelle and Cody go on a date for her birthday. And, you know, Cody seemed really excited at first about the fact that it's this new date. And even Janelle said, well, you know, if we, mm. if this is a new date, then it's us starting fresh anyway, right? Like this is us starting to discover whether or not we could continue to date and bring back our marriage. And Janelle was not feeling it. It was interesting. I mean, she even said at one point that she reached over and held his hand, held Cody's hand, and just didn't feel it. It just felt weird. And so she removed her hand. I mean, that's just so first date mentality where you go to get to know this person for the first time. Maybe there are sparks, maybe there are not. In this case with Janelle, it was like a first date. There were no sparks, which is just crazy that after 30 years that they are now going through this phase again to find out if they're compatible or not. Yeah, one thing I think the show doesn't really show or put into perspective is the long time lapses between mm -hmm. things. You know, we're getting snippets. It's like 
it kept showing over and over to the fight between them, right, which was before Christmas. And then the next thing we saw with Janelle and Cody was them having lunch. That was six weeks later. That is a long time to not talk to a spouse, okay? Six weeks later, yeah. and they have that. And then they said that her birthday date was months later. Months and months later, he has not been staying in the her house, has not been having any of that type of relationship. And then all of a sudden, he's acting, oh, well, it's... First date, I'm so excited. Well, I, yeah, I it, it's, it's funny. We both watched this and we thought, wow, he seems so happy and excited to go on this date. And then he mentions one little thing. He says something about the fact that he was so excited because he was able to reserve a restaurant that even Janelle couldn't reserve. So I, it was almost like, okay, is he actually excited about the date or is he just excited that he was able to accomplish this thing where he was able to reserve the restaurant and he thought that was super cool. I don't know, but it seemed odd that almost the moment they got together on this date, it seemed like Cody wasn't really trying that hard to man things, you know? Yeah. It was just... I don't know. And they didn't, show the a lot of, they didn't even show a lot of footage, too. They said they turned off the cameras. You know, Cody mentions he would say something, and then she would kind of, like, shut him down a little bit, too. And we didn't really see that in the car ride. So who knows right. what was actually going on in the car and ride a lot. Exactly. That's the, tr the tricky thing is how much of the show or how much of their lives is happening without the show allowing us to see it. But one nice dinner on your birthday out of six months of regular, like, without any interaction, too, like... Yeah. What on earth was he expecting? Like that's yeah. not. Oh well, since you were able to get, since you were able to get the restaurant reservation that I can't. That's you know, it doesn't matter if you don't talk to me or my children for six months. You know, that's not a big deal because oh, food man. is you know good. So right. yeah, that was all just a little bit. It was just hard to watch and hard to see Janelle struggle and have her have such a hard time and be in such a hard place of of wanting to leave and not knowing exactly how to. Right. So that was pretty sad. Yeah, it is. It's it's so hard for her. And obviously you can see this in the show. So at least with her though, Cody at least had mentioned that he thought they could reconcile. Right. Which is the exact opposite of what's going on with Mary. Aunt Mary. Oh my goodness. Mary, Mary, Mary. It is so sad to see this this relationship where Cody and then Robin in the mix of it all as well. But Cody over here saying, no, I feel nothing. I have no interest in being with Mary ever again. And, and Mary over here still, she sees the signs that, okay, you know, he obviously doesn't want me, doesn't like me, says awful things about me. But she's still going back to the covenant that they had made. She's still holding on to that covenant, hoping that maybe in the next life things will be better is what it seems like. It's almost like impossible at this point for things to get better here on this earth. And so, and then Robin, of course, is holding out hope as well. Oh my gosh, the fact that Robin, like, when Mary has to say that the person that she's closest to in the entire family is her husband's other wife. <laughs> like, I get that sister wives are close, but like, when that's your closest relationship, that's so sad mm -hmm. that, and, and she's holding on to that, and Robin keeps trying, I mean, Robin said over and over, like, she would understand that if Mary just left, like even Robin's at that point, Robin is crying. Saying, I just can't understand how the family's being torn apart. I don't understand. Can yeah. someone please explain it to me? But she doesn't need any explanation when it comes to Mary. Mary, yeah. she's like, Mary would probably be happier somewhere else. Everyone's even she's very clear. And then you see them meet in Mary's house, Robin and Cody and Mary. And, and she was 
Well, she had already talked with Robin about the fact that she's going to be moving her business and so she won't be around as much. And of course, Robin was sad about that. And then she was going to tell Cody about it in hoping that there would be some kind of sadness from his side, right? That or like, oh, but will we see you enough? Like, right. Yeah. And just kind of like Mary expected, he was, Cody just basically reacted with a meh. Uh, okay. Sounds good. That makes sense. It makes sense for you to try to spend more time away because yeah. we have no... Even when Robin says, yeah, we'll just need to have a lot of good communication. And Cody's like, for what? <laughs> it's like, well... And Robin looked so frustrated the whole time because she's like, well, if we're going to be a family, we would need to talk about family outings and like family gatherings if we're going to include Mary. And Cody's like, oh, no, you know what? We should probably just stick her in a loft above my barn where I stick all the other items that I don't know what to do with. Maybe that would be a good place for Mary. That was such a slap in the face, you know, to Mary, in my opinion, to, to offer that. Like, hey, I'm gonna go create this barn. We'll put a loft in there for you. And this is where I'm gonna store the things I don't know what to do with. Yeah, I have all this other junk from my, he literally said, he's like, I have all these other things from when Christine left, all this stuff from this marriage and all this stuff from that marriage. And oh yeah, I have Mary in a marriage, so let's just stick her over there. And then to hear Robin say, see, it's a sign. It's a sign that he still wants to be with you, maybe down down the line, you know? It's a sign that he still has some hope because, because he's offering you to be a part of the family in some way. The thing she was calling hope was like actually comical. We were laughing out loud. I yeah, was like, was, this is... It was so sad to see that she would consider that hope. The only thing I will say about Robin saying that there was hope is she did mention that at one point she even, that Robin told Mary, you know what, if you're going to be happier, gone, you know, do, do what will make you happy. And she says that Mary told her, don't ever say that again. Don't ever tell me that I'm okay leaving because I have to have somebody telling me that it's better that I stay here and that is trying to keep me around because sometimes I don't want to be here. Once again, going back to how Mary feels that she religiously needs to stick it out no matter what. So yeah. that one bit of you know, maybe Robin feels like she has to find this hope for Mary because Mary has asked her to do that. Maybe that's why she thinks it's hope. And there's so little hope that she right. has to grasp at these right. tiny, tiny straws. I just am so frustrated that Cody won't just man up. Like, if you want to be out of marriage, like, man up and say it and just let it be done. But he's stringing her along, dragging her along through this, and it's mm. just so cruel. It's so cruel in my mind. And it's because of his ego because even at one point he's like, I get divorce, you know, divorce is embarrassing. Divorce is embarrassing. And I'm like, okay, you think that like what's happening right now is less embarrassing? Exactly. Because you're making yourself look like an absolute fool for dragging along somebody in a marriage that does not deserve the way that she's being treated. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, this does not, this is way more embarrassing than if you would man up and say, hey, I'm not happy in this marriage. Like, let's be done. Right. And just let it go. And I mean, and Cody says things like, you know, what does Mary expect? Or no, how does he word it? He, he keeps saying something along the lines of, I have a, a wife. He, said, hey, he says, I have a wife that I'm happy with and that I am living with. So what, what do these other, how does he word that? It's, like, it's, what else does everyone else expect? What, is, what does everyone expect? It's just so <laughs> odd that he keeps saying those words as though he's in a monogamous marriage already. 
Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, obviously we know, right? If you Google, like you already know a lot of what ends up happening. We're trying to kind of stay true to the current episodes. But even with that knowledge, like it's going to be interesting to watch and see if yeah. the end of this season, that all gets sorted out. If the women leave in this season, are we going to have to wait till next season to <laughs> see it all pan out? And Robin keeps acting and talking like it's this mega deal breaker. Like she got tricked into monogamy and how it's all, you know, a game because she didn't ever want this and she wants to live plural marriage. She wants to live plural marriage. And I'm like, well, we haven't seen all the seasons yet and we will admit to that. We will be <laughs> commenting on season two next week though. So stay tuned for that. Yes. But I'm like, well, it seems really interesting because Cody seems very happy with his monogamous relationship with Robin. Yeah. And so I'm so curious. I feel like we don't ever see a camera, like at least in this season, around Robin and her family and Cody and what that actually looks like. Maybe it looks too normal. Not enough drama there, so they just move on. Yeah, they gotta focus all on all the wives leaving. Maybe once everybody leaves, we'll get to yeah. see like the Cody and Robin show and see what that marriage looks like because Cody even said, you know, every time the cameras are on, every time he's around other wives, they have to try to make sure that they are not affectionate, that they don't look like they're together, that they don't look like they're in love. Um, he mentioned that, that he said that from the very beginning, the wives and the, they haven't been able to be affectionate in public or uh, the wives together, that he hasn't been able to be affectionate with other wives. Now, from the outside looking in, you're probably thinking, well, obviously, right? You can't be affectionate with another woman or another wife if the other wife is there in the same room as well. However, I will say that every polygamous family is a little different because in my family growing up with the four wives in the home, it was very common that when father was walking out the door for uh, work, he would kiss all the wives goodbye. And they weren't going off in some corner sneaking away. It was just like, all right, I love you all. Kisses the kisses the wives goodbye and walks out the door for work. Rockland Ranch, they were all very affectionate in yeah. front of each other and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. So it definitely, that's a good thing to remember whenever it comes to any group of polygamy, right? Is there's so many different religions. And then even separate from that, there's so many different families and different house rules and different things different people are comfortable with. So mm -hmm. every polygamous family is going to be so, so different. They're going to have their own things. I also call a little bit of BS on Cody about it being from the beginning because we have these fresh eyes on sister wives. We just watched season one. That's true. And in season one, he could hug and kiss. And even at his wedding to Robin, he one by one had his arm around his other wives, walked them away, gave them a hug and a kiss goodbye. And that's true. It seemed like he was plenty, and not plenty, like they had their separate quarters. I'm not saying they were like all over each other, but he was dancing and holding hands with multiple of them or having his arms around multiple wives at the same time. I don't know if I believe that it has been from the well, beginning course, or if it's just been since Robin. Right. And of course he was kissing Robin at the wedding uh, in front of the other wives. So you're, you're right. Yeah. And I mean, when, I know that was a special occasion, so maybe, maybe he was referring to when they're in their homes or something. I but don't know. I'm just I saying, know. I know that even him and Robin have been married a long time at this point because that was in what, 2010, 2011. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while, but I just find it interesting that he tried to say that it was from the very beginning. He's never been able to do that. Right. And then when he talked about it a little bit more, he even said that they had had that talk multiple times and he still made it sound like it had happened since Robin came into the family, yeah. that they had to continue to have that talk. And it's like, yeah, because it switched up the whole dynamic. If the first three were comfortable with each other and secure, 
And then Rob with Robin brought insecurity. Even Mary said, she's like, yeah, when I felt comfortable in my relationship, I wouldn't be jealous when there was affection with other wives. But when you are insecure about your relationship or you know that Cody hates you like Mary does now, then you're not going to feel comfortable seeing that. And so, so, so maybe the issue all along was that Cody wasn't showing enough affection to some of the wives. And so that's why there was that jealousy uh, or that they didn't like seeing him kissing another wife in public or around them because they didn't feel that they were getting enough of it. So yeah. enough affection. So maybe that's what it's all about. Yeah. So. Either way, we're excited to watch the rest of this season. Like I said, stay tuned for next week. We're going to be reviewing season two of Sister Wives as well as, which I'm excited and heartbroken for, there are new revelations by Warren Jess in prison that have come out in August that we are going to review and talk about, talk about the impact it's going to have on the FLDS community. So also yes. stay tuned for that next week. Yeah, we're excited to, re not excited. We feel the need to review those as well. And once again, it's from Warren Jeffs, but also his son, Helaman, which we don't know how much he is making up or if it's Warren still saying everything in these revelations. It's hard to know, but we look forward to reviewing all of that with you. Yes. Thank you all so much for your love and support. Please like and subscribe if you want to hear more, and we will talk to you all soon. Thank you all. We'll talk to you soon.